Celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas, the Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. Gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program for this Sunday, October 16th, 2022. That is 10162022. That is your date. We welcome you to the show. We come to you live and direct from the gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada, right here at our studio station, our home base, Sports Talk 1400 AM. And, of course, covering the world, as you know we do on our websites, racedaylasvegas.com.vegas.world.global. Your devices, them smartphones that uh, you break into a cold sweat when you can't find, right? Your iPhones, your Android, you can get your uh, app, the radio station app at your app store. Put your app on your uh, device and then you'll have a KSHP app. So you can hear us on your Android and your iPhone. And of course, uh, wherever you get your podcasting, we're there as well. So welcome to the show. Beautiful, beautiful day in our neighborhood. Uh, looking out the window of the studio, about 11 minutes after 8 o'clock in the morning Pacific time, we see that the sun is just peeking over the building. The ground is dry. We've had a few high clouds coming in and out. It was kind of overcast yesterday, and in and, and, and parts it looked like there was going to be a little rain. But uh, it's uh, kind of cleared out now. In the southwest you know, Southern California, right through Arizona, New Mexico, and parts of Texas, right into Arkansas and Tennessee, going right across that southern belt little there is where most of the weather is at. And, uh, of course, uh, up over Minnesota. It's already snowing in Canada there, in the uh, middle, uh, middle of Canada, <clears throat> so to speak. But the uh, Gulf is clear, and uh, the East Coast is clear. Except for a little dot going there that might hit uh, might hit New York, might hit Belmont before it goes out. So we'll wait and see. Belmont at Aqueduct, that is. All righty. So now here we have it. Come, come three weeks from today, we will be talking about all of the great performances, great payoffs, and two great days of our championship days, the uh, Breeders' Cup. Because three weeks from today, it'll be over. We've got 19 days now, just 19 days, one hour, 15 minutes, and 55 seconds and counting until this thing starts. And you know the Breeders' Cup is a two-day championship event. 
on Friday, November the 4th, will be the day when we highlight all of the two-year-old race divisions. And on Saturday the 5th, everybody else, including the Breeders' Cup Classic, and we are still anticipating with fingers crossed, toes crossed, we'll even cross our eyes, that everything stays the way it is right now. For the two major horses, life is good. Of course, Flightline, who worked out yesterday morning at Santa Anita. <clears throat> he went out early in the morning. It was kind of still uh, dark out. And there was a light mist falling yesterday morning at uh, Santa Anita, but Flightline went through his workouts, and you got the uh, the time from John Lindo yesterday morning, moments after he did it on the show but he is uh, tightening up and ready to go he's got one more workout then I believe he'll have one at Keeneland because uh, John Sully's been working him out every Saturday every Saturday morning so he got one more at San Anita then he's going to ship out to Keeneland hopefully uh, things are going well life is good etc the upsetting Kentucky Derby winner Rich Strike had a breeze breeze uh, yesterday morning at Keeneland, worked a half mile in 47.60, uh, and uh, they're still on the fence whether he's going to go in the Breeders' Cup Classic amongst uh, the other, the top two and others, or maybe uh, take it to the uh, stakes race uh, coming up afterwards at Keeneland, uh, at uh, Churchill Downs, once Keeneland's over. So we'll wait and see. But uh, we're getting all ready and set, and you know that on uh, October 26th, which now is just 10 days away, the Daily Racing Forum will uh, have ready for your consumption the Breeders' Cup Racing Forum Advanced Edition. This Advanced Edition is one of the most popular uh, editions of, of the Racing Forum throughout the year. It will have... Every past performance of every horse that's pre-entered for the Breeders' Cup, plus a whole bunch of other statistical information. And then we will get started with the color pens, with the Ouija board, with the dartboard, with all of the speed figures, etc., 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 going through this thing over and over and over and over and over again until we get uh, to Breeders' Cup Day and uh, we get uh, started Breeders' Cup Weekend to apply our handicapping skills, right? Now, we're going to have a Breeders' Cup seminar at the South Point featuring John Lindo, the in-house handicapper, Jonathan Hardoon, who's with us on the show. He's going to be in. So the Johns will be uh, handicapping uh, the major Saturday Breeders' Cup races in a Breeders' Cup seminar on Friday evening after the first day of the championship, the Breeders' Cup, with all the two-year-old races, has been concluded. About 6 o'clock on Friday night, November 4th, we'll be taking to the Grandview Lounge, a perfect setup, just a perfect atmosphere and a setup for a, for a show like this. And I'll be at air traffic controlling them. We invite you to join us. It's free. And the Grandview Lounge is right next to the race book itself. So if you want to make a late bet somewhere, you can and you won't miss anything. But it's a better better atmosphere to get the, uh, the, the seminar done. And uh, then, of course, on Saturday, 
the 5th, after the seminar on the first day of competition is done, the big day of competition, that Saturday, the ballroom will be open with the big screen TVs that are larger than life. Big, big banquet tables to spread out everything you need, handicapping tools, plus room for beverages and, and food, of course, and a whole fleet of betting windows. It's all happening at the uh, South Point Breeders' Cup weekend. If you want to come in, they have a special Breeders' Cup room rate for you, too, if you're not uh, just going to be here in town just driving on over. You can call them at 866-780-7223. They got the Breeders' Cup room rate package. Tell them you just heard it on the show, 866-780-7223. And we'll be all set and ready. So we are marching on. It's getting, <clears throat> you know, we're getting, we're getting a little itchy now, aren't we, for the Breeders' Cup. All right, between uh, uh, the Breeders' Cup, between now and then, you know, a lot of the states have their breeders, uh, State Breeders' Day uh, cards, uh, modeled like the Breeders' Cup, only it's a State Breeders' Cup card. It's like, for example, uh, the uh, races, uh, the Oklahoma State races at Remington Park. That's going to be held on Friday, Okay. They're going to hold it on uh, Friday night, uh, the Oklahoma Classics Day, Oklahoma Classics, with the, you know, the, all the divisions, the Turf Classic, the Classic Cup, Disc Daff, Disc Daff Sprint, Disc Daff Turf, Bada Bing, Bada Bing, the Juvenile, all the Sprint, etc. That happens on Friday, coming up. And then on Saturday, uh, Laurel Park will host the Maryland Million Day, which is something that uh, Jim McKay started. The first of its kind was the Maryland Million of, of these kind of days, uh, state-bred days of racing. And so all day long, all the races at Laurel will be full of Maryland Million days, uh, races. I mean, all of them. From Maryland Million starter handicaps to the sprints to the nursery to the lassie to the ladies to this, that, but a bing but a bing and the Maryland Million Classic. That all happens on the uh, 22nd, which is Saturday. And then, of course, uh, California will kick in with their uh, Cal Golden, Golden State Day of Racing the following weekend. And uh, Belmont at Aqueduct will have the Empire, the New York bread stuff, on uh, October 30th. So the, the Cal breads go on the 29th. The uh, New York breads will be on the 30th. So will the New Mexico breads at Zia. But uh, those are the uh, big uh, events that will be happening between now and Breeders' Cup because we're all sitting, waiting and pent up for the Breeders' Cup. The final workouts, the final preparations and all that for Breeders' Cup horses will be from now till then. So we're going to have a good time. We're going to, uh, you know, do it Las Vegas style. We'll keep you posted on that. It's uh, the South Point 400 uh, weekend at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Today's the big race, the South Point 400. All the race car folks in town, so we got uh, we got plenty of uh, anticipation for uh, the horsepower under the hood and the horsepower original here this weekend. Okay, and of course another another uh, Sunday of NFL football. We're already in week six of NFL football. Week six, and by the way, today is National Sports Day. Now, 
this is like saying it's National Breathing Day. I mean, really. We have sports every day. People are flourishing, betting sports and all sports. I mean, so they made this day uh, the uh, the big sports day. That's what they call it, National Sports Day. Okay. I'm believing that many of the guys sitting in the sports books in this town believe there's a National Sports Day almost every day. And, of course, uh, we congratulate the San Diego Padres for getting into the uh, National League uh, Championship uh, for World Series. That stuff's going on for uh, baseball, too. All right. Uh, We're going to get started because we have uh, Tommy Massis with us uh, from Woodbine. Uh, Rich Ang, Jonathan Hardoon's picks, John Lindo and Jerry J. And, of course... uh, We've got your uh, racing menu. 66 degrees right now. Going to get up to 84 here in Las Vegas. A beautiful fall weekend Sunday. All right, we'll be right back. Give you some results from yesterday. Do your menu, and then we're on our way on this Sunday. A beautiful day. NASCAR weekend returns, and it's going to be much cooler. October 14th through 16th for the South Point 400 NASCAR playoff race. Kids tickets are just $10 on Sunday, free on Saturday. And Friday is free to everyone. That's right, everyone. Never been to NASCAR? Try it. We promise you'll like it. Concerts, camping, kids, fun. We have everything to make the experience one for the memory books. Las Vegas Motor Speedway, October 14th through 16th. Eight left in the playoffs when they come to Vegas. Who will take home the win? Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. from drf.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the race day las vegas show all righty well taking a look at some of the stuff that happened yesterday at keeneland they ran the grade one queen elizabeth ii challenge cup at a mile and one eighth on the turf and it seems that this team when they show up for turf racing, stakes races are just dangerous. And they connected again yesterday. Gina Romantica rolled up the rail under Flavian Pratt to win the Queen Elizabeth II Challenge Cup for owner Peter Brandt and trainer Chad Brown. So Brandt, Brown, and Pratt, when you see them in a stakes race on the grass, beware. And this horse paid $11.60 for the victory, outrunning McCulloch, who was the favorite in the race and Bella Bell, who finished third, that in the QE2 Challenge Cup yesterday. 
at Belmont at Aqueduct, the Sands Point, won by Skims. John Velasquez aboard. $11.20 outrunning Vergara and Eminent Victory, or Eminent Victor, I should say, finishing third in that race. Uh, let's see. Jonathan Hardoon had a second place, uh, second place finisher, just got nailed at the end with his pick in the fifth race. And at Santa Anita yesterday with the mandatory payoff in the uh, pick six, it started off with a $57.80 winner. That's how the pick six started off yesterday, with a mandatory payoff. And then you had an $11.20, then a $5.60 winner, then a $9.40 winner, then a $9.40 winner, and a $7.40 winner. So all in all, those who had the 57.80 horse were in great shape with the rest of the races because the rest of them were horses that you could get to pretty easy. And so the pick six with winning numbers 673339 for 20 cents paid $27,849.96. And most of that due to that $57 winner in the fifth race. It was a maiden claiming race for two-year-olds, a first-time starter, and the longest price on the board. Earlier, the California Distaff Stakes at six and a half furlongs on the turf, won by Eddie's New Dream. Uh, Paul Redham Racing and uh, Ben Cecil, the trainer here. Eddie's New Dream with Mario Gutierrez paid seven twenty, outrunning Legs Galore. Got up in the final jumps to beat Legs Galore, the big favorite, and uh, Clean Karma finished third in that feature. And at Woodbine yesterday, the $150,000 Ontario Fashion Stakes won by Hazelbrook, just like uh, Tommy said, going to really outclass the race. Hazelbrook wins as the favorite, $3.10, outrunning Beyond My Budget and Imagery, Imagery finishing third. But the big price, the big payoff came in the last race at Woodbine. The winner paid $42.70, and that was a parade, it led the parade of long shots in the second and third place finishes. Dollar Superfecta, the Buck Superfecta, in the last race paid $25,569.10, and all I got to tell you is this. It got a pretty good idea, and you know for a fact it is, that that super high five was not hit, so the jackpot continues. Ernie Perry had a uh, third-place finisher with his pick in the sixth race, and his pick in the seventh race broke bad. I mean, broke behind the field, made a rail run, and got up to win. A game overcame a bad start to win. Paid ten eighty for the win for Ernie. Went into the starting gate at five to two. Won the race and paid 1080. So I guess sometimes it works in reverse, doesn't it? With the late money coming in. Ernie Perry's winner in the seventh race. All right. Enough said. Now it's time to go to work. Let's get your menu of racetracks available today in the race book, simulcast centers, and racetracks around the country. Reminding you, as we always do, first post times we broadcast on the show each and every day are that of the Pacific time zone because we're here in Las Vegas, emanating and originating. All the race day shows from these studios over the Airways Sports Talk 1400 AM. These will be the first post times that roll out in our race books today. If 
if you are listening anywhere else in the many different platforms that we offer you, as we alluded to at the top of the show, and you're not in the Pacific time zone, adjust to it, or you're going to miss something. I want you to miss anything like, uh, of course, I miss mom and dad, okay? Here, then, is your menu if you are ready. The big question is, well, you know what it is. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. We begin with Gulfstream Park. 11 races today at Gulfstream. Their pick six rainbow jackpot carryover, $29,017. First post time, 925. Then next comes Belmont at Aqueduct. Nine races today at Belmont at Aqueduct. They say the track will be fast and the two turf courses are labeled good, but racing are still on those turf courses. Now the outer turf course will host races four and eight. The inner turf course will host races one, five, and nine at Aqueduct, the big A today. Belmont at big A, of course. The $150,000 Floral Park at six furlongs on the outer turf for Phillies and Mares three-year-olds and up is the eighth and featured race. Now there were 10 entered, but you got five scratches. Scratch the one, Iglog. The six kept waiting. The eight, Frank's Rockette. That was the big three to five favorite there. The nine, Short Summer Dress, and the 10, Piece of My Heart. That'll leave just five out of the 10. Lady Edith is the nine to five favorite there with Joel Rosario for the remainder five. That's the eighth race on the card. Nine overall, first post time, 9.35. Then we go to Laurel Park. Laurel Park has eight races. They got a pick six jackpot carryover, 8,412 bucks. Their first post time is 9.40. Then we go to Keeneland. Keeneland has nine races today. The $300,000 grade three Franklin is their feature race. Seventh race on the card, five and a half furlongs on the turf for Phillies and Mares. Three-year-olds and up. Scratch the also eligibles, 13, 14, and 15. The, the remaining 12 are still set to go. And in this wide open affair, the morning line favorite is seven to two. That is Twilight Gleaming with John Velasquez aboard. First post time at Keeneland, 10 a.m. for their nine race card. Woodbine is next. Now Woodbine has a super high five jackpot carryover of $306,917. That's their super high five jackpot carryover, which is, of course, is featured in the 10th and final race. What they don't have is a pick six jackpot carryover anymore because somebody hit it yesterday. The 20 cent pick six jackpot at Woodbine went down to the tune of $136,056. The pick five for 20 cents over five of those six races paid $23,794. All right. Feature race today at Woodbine is the $250,000 Princess Elizabeth at a mile and 16th for two-year-old fillies. It's the eighth race on the card. Ten go to the post. Two to one favorite is me and my shadow. Ten races at Woodbine. First post time is 10.20. Tommy standing by. Zia Park has ten races. Five thoroughbred, five quarter horse. First post time, 11.30. Santa Anita, now void of the jackpot. They'll start it anew today in the pick six. Nine races today at Santa Anita. The ninth and final is the feature today. 
The $100,000 California Flag Handicap at six and a half furlongs on the turf for three-year-olds and up, a field of 11. The Chosen Vron is the five to two favorite in that one with uh, Mr. Berrios aboard. First post time at Santa Anita today is 12.30. 12.30, first post Santa Anita. Hawthorne Racehorse follows. They've got eight races at Hawthorne today. Super high five jackpot carryover, 18,671. Their first post time is 12.50. Then you go to the Big Fresno Fair in Northern California. Big Fresno Fair, nine races. The last race, the ninth and final, is the featured $75,000 Bulldog Stakes. At a mile and one eight for three-year-olds and up a field of 10. Favorite at seven to two is Lamas. Pick six jackpot carryover at Fresno today, 16,806 bucks. First post time, 145. And then Los Alamitos wraps it up. Los Al tonight. They've got 10 races. Two mixed breed races. Two thoroughbred races. And six quarter horse races. Five of which are quarter horse trials at 400 yards for three-year-olds. This is the Super Derby Trials tonight. These are the trials for the big Super Derby coming up later on at Los Alamitos. So first post time for all that activity in 10 races is at 6 p.m. And as you know, it's Sunday. And on Sundays, they seed the pick six pool at $10,000. It's a regular pick six. And they've already got 10 grand sitting in there, courtesy of the racetrack. All right? And that's it. That's your menu. We're going to go to Tommy Massa standing by north of the border. First of all, Tommy, how is the weather there? Uh, it's going to be a beautiful day. Uh, 60 degrees and sunny all afternoon. That's what it looks like. Oh, cool. 60 degrees. That, that's almost perfect, you know? Uh, well, for, compared to the last few days. Oh, well, I'll take you're it. used to Florida now. You know, you, you got to get back to that uh, wood, woodbine weather. All right. Well, they took down the, uh, the one of the big pots yesterday, didn't they? Yeah. Somehow uh, it's always some American customer, believe it or not. Wow. How about that? Yeah. Enough said about that. Uh, we are off the turf in races 2 and 10, but race 5 and 6 are on the turf. Hmm. You guys are kind of like getting like uh, New York. We we don't know why they take certain ones off and they don't. But uh, the second race, scheduled for a mile on the turf. Tenth and final, which is uh, that big jackpot in the super high five. Tenth and final, mile 16th now on the main. But the uh, the sixth race at five furlongs. The fifth race at a mile and 16th. And, of course, the featured pre Princess Elizabeth is uh, still on the main track. It was always on the main track. So you got the... Uh, the fifth and sixth that are staying on the turf, right? Yes. Uh, they kept one on the the outer E.P. Taylor turf uh -huh. course, and they kept one on the inner. Okay. And I wouldn't handicap the sixth race until the last second because when that course is a little bit uh, wet, the inner course with the tight turns, mm -hmm. it's the jockeys that will nix it, not the track. I see. They don't want to make those turns and slip. I don't blame them one bit. Me neither. All right, so what's going on there? Um, that favorite one, the feature race, I think it was supposed to yesterday. You were right on that. What about the Princess Elizabeth today? There's no really big favorite. Me and my shadow is two to one. 
Yeah, you know, Hick, uh, Wickenheiser probably be the the favorite over me in my shadow, but they are they they do look like the two logical horses in there. Uh-huh. But it's an impossible race. Uh, the three Bijou Baby, the four Courtly Roll, the five Meritman, the eight Friends for Life, the nine Jumping Julie. They're all improving with each start, mm-hmm. so it's kind of hard to figure out how much they're going to improve. And there's so many of them improving. Uh, it's kind of like, a, you know, those stake races you'll see at Saratoga for two-year-olds where every horse has one race and one win. Uh, and you don't know which ones are moving forward, which ones are moving back. So for me, I don't know, impossible for me anyway. You know, uh, two-year-olds, uh, like three-year-olds in the springtime, uh, really jump either forward or or, or backwards uh, uh really uh, in a dominant way at uh, these little pockets of the year. So uh, with, and especially with two years, only one or two starts, you really, you kind of really depending on the trainers and, and their, their penchant and how they handle two year olds, don't you? Yeah. You know, it's, you know, uh, you know, I can look at them, but you know, there's the ones that are on the improve. Two of them are trainers that take their time, mm-hmm. you know, actually three of them and, one, you know, the other two, uh, you need a crystal bar, ball to figure out what they're doing. So, it, it, you know, I, I don't know about that race. People can look at it different. I will definitely not be using the two favorites, even though right now they look like the best horses. Uh-huh. I don't know if you can follow that, but it's a it's a tricky race for me, and I don't like the spread, but I'll probably be using five of them in there. I see. All right. And you're going to take a stand against the favorites just because uh, you want to put a little meat on the bone for the uh, exotic. Yeah, well, if you're going to use five horses and add them, now it's seven horses. If they win, it's like you're, you're three yeah. steps backwards anyway. So, take a stand. Yeah. All right, now we got a couple of races for two-year-olds, uh, maiden races. I mean, the the third race is a uh, maiden race, a maiden claimer at five and a half furlongs, and the ninth race is a straight maiden race at six furlongs for two-year-olds. And I know Ernie is our clocker man that has an eye on these babies. Uh, does he have any uh, selections today, and are they in those races? Uh, well, Ernie yesterday should have been two for two. Right. The other horse he gave got totally left, wiped out at the top of the stretch, came flying down the stretch. So yeah, he, Ernie's I mean, starting to heat up again. Yeah, Speed Trap really closed uh, well to be third. But i got to tell you, uh, a game was also uh, broke bad and uh, ran up the rail. Of course, that wasn't a two-year-old. It was a uh, older uh, filly and mare. So, I mean, uh, but uh, both his horses kind of left the gate and, and uh, behind the eight ball, so to speak. But uh, he won. He, the horse in the seventh race overcame it and won. Yeah. Well, right. Ernie doesn't uh, touch the third race. Uh, but the race four, he has a first-time starter, number seven who's uh, getting a late start this year, and number seven is well worth the wait for Robert Tiller. Well, How do maybe, you like that? Maybe the horse is uh, uh, well-named then, right, huh? Yep, and they said uh, th- this one may have been well worth the wait, seeing as they have been patient with this cult, so I give Ernie that credit. All right, that's uh, Dice Fukimoto, by the way, riding well worth the wait who has been waiting to start a first-time start, fourth race, the seven, Ernie Perry's horse, the seven in the fourth. And uh, he's got another one, right? Yep, in the ninth race, uh, first-time starter, two-year-old, number five, Hey Q, for Mm -hmm. trainer Martin Drexler. 
And uh, Ernie says he was working behind horses and passed them at the wire. Uh-huh. And he says you should definitely also use number seven, Dream Jareem, for the King Kevin Athard. Yes. Okay, so in the ninth race, a maiden race for two-year-olds, he likes the first time start at Hey Q because of the way he finished in his workouts. And the seven, Dream Jareem, is a horse you got to put in the exotic, so it would be a 5775 box, right? Yeah, Ernie's definitely, his comments separate them because of their odds. He's picking the five because of the better odds. Okay. We'll wait and see if it happens as the better odds uh, when they finally break from the gate. But now we get to your picks. Uh, race seven. Race seven. I like number 12, Self Made, who, you know, I think I gave him all last time. He got, he got a perfect setup and went by them and. You know, usually I don't look to bet those horses back, but it looks like he's he's in another race that there's going to be four or five of them banging heads. And if he improves a little more, he's been on that upward uh, pattern, getting a little bit better his last three races. If he can make it four, this race should set up for him. Eight to one morning line in a big field like this, that should hold. So my first play, race seven, number 12, self-made. All right, number 12, self-made in the seventh and... Race 10. Uh, race 10, I totally changed my pick from, you know, I was going to pick a horse in here mm-hmm. on the inner turf. Now I hate that horse, and I'm going to pick number 11, Jumble Fighter. Uh, Jungle Fighter came off a layoff, you know, and last time, and they started them, you know, when you come off a layoff and go in an impossible spot, it's kind of like a little bit of confidence with the trainer. Uh-huh. And this trainer, Mike Dunslow, I'm sitting there talking to him one day, and I don't really know him. And I said, I'm a fan of yours. He goes, why is that? I go, I kind of figured you out. He starts laughing. He goes, oh, he goes, I'm a fan of yours. I go, how did you figure me out? I go, I like betting you after your horses run a bad race. Mm. And he looks at me, almost drops a cigarette out of his mouth. He goes, what's your name? He goes, you're a real smart guy. So I hope he hasn't changed this pattern. But All right. And Jungle Fighter should get a ton of speed, too, in here. It's just a matter of he sounds, if he's okay. Right. You know, he has some back class. But yeah. where they started him last time was kind of ambitious. So at 20 to 1 morning line, I have to I have to jump on Well, jump we know you like those long shots, too. And that is what that super high five. I mean, yeah, the uh, super high five jackpot race. Also, you changed your pick uh, because it came off the turf and they put it on the, on the uh, main track, right? Yeah, I like the horse that was like an inner inner horse inner okay. turf course specialist right so that goes out the you know out yeah. the window so we'll leave it at that I don't, i'm not going to mention him and jinx myself okay fourth race ernie likes the seven seventh race ernie likes the 12 uh i'm sorry seventh race tommy likes the 12 so ernie in the fourth likes the seven tommy in the seventh likes the 12 then ernie comes in the ninth race with the five hooking up in an exacta with the seven and in the 10th and final, Tommy just gave us a big case for a 20-to-1 shot. That's the 11 in the 10th. Do I have that right? Yes, sir. And horse racing is a sport, right? <laughs> yes, it is. And it's a sport okay, that happens happy every day. sports day. Yeah. Good luck, everyone, and have a good week. <laughs> yeah, it happens every day. Thanks a lot. Uh, thanks a lot, Tommy. All right, we'll be right back. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. 
Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. All right, back on race day Las Vegas. Uh, one footnote about the menu. Uh, the Big Fresno Fair closing there today. So they have uh, mandatory payoffs in their uh, carryovers. Uh, the, uh, their feature race, the Bulldog, is usually the closing day feature. It is today, and it is the last race on the card. <clears throat> but Fresno's super high five jackpot, 19905 Their pick six jackpot, 16806 and they are mandatory payouts today. Just wanted to keep that uh, straight for you, just in case you're a fan of uh, the Big Fresno Fair. Rich Ang, good morning. Hey, good morning, Rafi. Well, uh, I got to tell you, yesterday your pick, Feathers, was nowhere to be found at the 16th pole. This horse closed so fast, like a super jet, that it even surprised the track announcer. And got up to win and paid nine forty. Nice price there, nine forty with Juan Hernandez aboard. That was uh, feathers. What a closing charge, huh? You know what? Twenty five thousand dollar horses on the turf usually don't close no. like that. I mean, <laughs> that I think the next time we see that horse, that horse will be protected. I think it will, and uh, it, it it wasn't an optical illusion either because she just came and ran them down. It was like, wow, where'd she come from? And when you did catch her. Uh, when she finally came into the picture, you thought to yourself, well, she's just going to miss. And she just, ca- I mean, she just, wow. Anyhow, that that was yesterday at Santa Anita, 940, a nice price on that winner. Actually went up from the morning line of 3 to 1. So what are we doing today? Okay, two picks. Let's go to Keeneland first. Sorry, mm-hmm. got the dog over here. Let me close the door. Right. Um, in the first race, uh, I have a lot of success usually with horses that drop a maiden Special down the maiden claiming. We have a horse like that with Kenny McPeak, the number two. Key to success. I know this horse doesn't look much like him, uh, you know, the running line last time out, but this drop in class to 30,000, this horse ought to wake up. So let's go 25 win place, two for their ROI, number two. Key to success in race one at Keeneland. All right, about an hour and 13 minutes away it will be this race, the first race at Keeneland, 10 a.m. post time, and we're going to kick it off on this Sunday by cashing the ticket on number two, Key to Success, the two in the first at Keeneland. Rich Ng's play for the Keeneland sheet, and now Santa Anita. Let's go to race number five. It's a mile on the grass with uh, the rail out 10 feet. A horse that I actually gave out, Two races ago was the number one, Sky on Ice. Mm-hmm. I gave this horse out when uh, Victor Espinosa rode. And, and quite frankly, Victor never gave this horse a chance and uh, rallied really strongly in the stretch. But uh, Berrios draws the rail. I think he'll get a good trip. So let's go 25 win plays, two for the ROI. Number one, Sky on Ice, Ralph, 6-1 to one in the morning line in the fifth. 
It anchors the early pick four and early pick five in the fifth race, the one sky on ice with Mr. Berrios aboard a mile on the turf. Going to save that ground going in the first turn at least. The one in the fifth is Rich Ang's play at Santa Anita. Again, 25 win place, $2 ROI, two in the one, on the one in the fifth. Remember, Richie's got full sheets for all of Santa Anita and all of Keeneland right at the RacedayLasVegas.com websites. Just go there and you'll be all set for today. All right, Richie, you got a football pick real quick? I tell you what, I'm going to bet an ugly team today. I'm going to bet on the Steelers plus nine and a half against Tampa Bay. Take the points. Yeah, coach is too good, isn't he? Yeah, Tomlin's too too good. I think they'll play close to the vest, yeah. keep the game tight. All right, you got it. Thanks a lot, Richie. All right, uh, John and Jerry, wrap it up. Don't go away. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All righty, back on Race Day Las Vegas. Let's go to uh, the first of our closing act, and that, of course, is John Lindo. John, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How you doing? Doing fine, my man. It uh, it was it was kind of like a, a goofy time of day yesterday at Santa Anita, at least weather-wise, wasn't it? Yeah, we had a little off and on showers uh, coming in and out of there throughout the day. You saw it last night in the Padre Dodger game, two down in San Diego. Yeah, uh, we should be okay today. It's overcast still, but uh, I don't see any rain out there, so we should be fast and firm today again at Santa Anita. Did they uh, did they have? Uh, did they have security at all the uh, bridges in, in L.A. yesterday, last night? <laughs> I don't know, but I know the, the local taverns down here in San Diego had oh. a pretty good business going last night. Oh, man. Well, congratulations to the pods. Uh, you know, it was a long shot at best, and they got there. Good. Good stuff. Well, I tell you what, uh, it's been decades of frustration yeah. with the, the big blue brother up there in L.A., and uh, they, they're having a good time today, and they deserve it. All right, so Juan Hernandez rides and rides well. Then he, uh, you know, he, like, had a winner yesterday. And he's just getting back, and now he's getting another suspension? Yeah, he got. he's serving another one-day suspension today. And, you know, when they give these he's a suspensions, yeah. they also assign points to the jockeys. And he's getting close now. I think if he gets another one of these, uh, you know, overuse of the whip violations, yeah. he's probably going to I think he'll start having to serve like a seven-day suspension. Oh, so uh, it, it's getting where he better be careful here or else he'll be out for more than a week. <laughs> you get, there's only one thing you can, you can uh, take away from that, though, is he's really trying hard. 
Well, and you watch these races, and none, there's nothing abusive in how he's riding. And I don't want the jock to have to worry about that I hit the horse five times yeah. or six. Yeah. You know, and they're not they're not trying to cheat. It's just I don't know who came up with the number six, but that's what the number is. And so, uh, you know, unfortunately, uh, these things are going to be happening as these rules change around the country. Yeah. Could at least made it five so they can count on one hand. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, but you know, I'd hate to go back. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. and you, you don't know if they are they counting a slap on the shoulder as a strike. I don't know what the it's rules are. So crazy, so crazy. All right, well, you got two sheets today. You got one for Keeneland, and you got one for Santa Anita. Both Lendo reports full sheets with handicapping. Both have a suggested late pick four, and all the goody information at the bottom. And they are both individually free, exclusively. Courtesy of the South Point race book that loves horse players. All right, what are we doing at Keeneland? Keeneland, race number eight today. Horse number three, run classic. I like the wind coming off the layoff at Churchill Downs. That was six furlongs on September the 22nd. Seven furlongs today will be even better for this horse. Ought to be in a good stocking position. I think the uh, run classic has some upside. Six to one on the program. Number three, run classic, race number eight at Keeneland. All right, seven furlongs, eighth race at Keeneland, number three, Run Classic, the three at uh, a nice six to one on the morning line is the play from John for Keeneland, Keeneland's eighth race, number three, and, of course, the rest on the Linda Report for Keeneland. And now we go to Santa Anita where uh, your horse got run down in the last couple of uh, jumps in the last race yesterday at Santa Anita. Your, your pick finished second and uh, was uh, nice, a uh, nice place price, too. Yeah, our Valentina was well mended. Unfortunately, you caught another Phil D'Amato horse coming in, and yeah. uh, he, on the grass, he's just tough to beat. Phil D'Amato on the grass. Have you heard that before? All right, what are we doing at Santa Anita today? Let's go to race six at Santa Anita, Ralph. In the sixth race, number one, State Force comes down from Golden Gate Fields. Got stopped cold in the stretch last time. Should have won. She's won on the dirt before. From the inside, she falls into a good stocking trip in here. Four to one on the program, I think, is fair value. Number one, State Forest, race number six, Santa Anita. Sixth race, the one horse is uh, John Lindo's play. John Lindo's play in the sixth race, the one State Force, uh, Forest. And uh, don't forget, you can get the rest, Santa Anita, the Lindo Report. They're right there at South Point. Get them all at the South Point, that's for sure. All right, John. We're going to get our pencils and our uh, Ouija boards all sharpened up and ready to go because the Beaters' Cup is coming. Right. They, uh, pre-entry day will be on the 24th, and then we can really get to business when we, those PPs come out. Looking forward to it. You got it, my man. Thanks a lot. All right. Good luck today. All right. You got it. And we wrap it up with Jerry Jackowitz. Jerry, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. And um, by the way, this isn't going to be official. This is going to be an unofficial. Mm-hmm. Um there's a Sirocco play in the sixth race at Santa Anita for you. I know there is. I, I saw. I know where. I know where you're going there. But we're going to go to. Uh, we're going to go to Aqueduct first. I remind everybody that the uh, Jerry J's Power Pages for all of Aqueduct and all of Santa Anita are available right now at his website, JerryJ'sPowerPage.com. All right. All right. Well, we're going to go to the sixth race at Aqueduct, Ralph. Um, and my play here is not in any way, shape, or form an admission that this is what I did in high school. It's number two truancy. Again, I, I disclaim any any anything that says that that may have been representing me in, in high school. That, number two that, truancy. That is a politician's answer, and you know what politicians do. <laughs> well, maybe I got caught. All right, okay. So in the sixth race, you like maybe. number two truancy, and 
Yeah, I like them a lot. Uh, this is uh, just a real quick. It's a Barkley tag horse, and you watch it went six. She, she a filly went six and a half, seven, then a mile today, a mile and eighth. I always like that kind of progression, particularly on a filly this time of year. I'll play the two over the one six seven. Do reverses, and I'm going to come back and press up two seven seven two. Sixth race, the two is the key. The two over one six seven, and reverse, reverse, reverse. And of course, you're going to do another uh, two seven seven two, right? Correct. Okay, that takes care of Belmont at Aqueduct. Now we go to Santa Anita. Yeah, you said that beautifully. And by the way, what do you know at Aqueduct? They're running all their turf races on the turf. What a crazy idea! Oh uh, wow. Amazing. I had to get that out. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> That's for sure. Go ahead. Okay, let's go to the fourth race, Ralph. Um, American Cat, this is a little bit of a trainer field play. Um, as you know, Dean Pedersen just literally won every time he put a horse on uh, any horse on the track at Del Mar, but with this exception was American Cat, who seemed to show really good speed and tire there at Del Mar. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe the turf, I mean, the, the surface isn't to, to American Cat's liking. Uh-huh. and when. Getting over to Santa Anita, we might see a nice big improvement. Okay. Also, the pattern is really interesting. Really strong race August 7th, the first time. Next time out, slight regression, a little layoff. Now she comes back. I ex- uh, he comes back. I expect him to really run forwardly today. So I like the one at four to one, an awful lot in the fourth. I'm going to play the one over the one, two, three, and six. Well, you're not going to play the one over the one. You're going to play the one over I mean, two. Two, three, and six. Three, and six. Okay. Right. I am not going to reverse the whole string. I'm just going to reverse one, two, two, one. Oh, okay. Here's something new. The right. one over two, three, six, and reverse just the two, one. Correct? Correct. All right. Now, right. that is in the fourth race at San Anita, and I know why you went to the fourth, ra- fourth race, because when John gave a horse a, a selection in the sixth race, you have two feature plays, two of them, on the Jerry J's power page, and the other one comes in that sixth race that will constitute a Sirocco play for me, and everybody else who gets your sheet today for Santa Anita. Correct. All right. And thank you. And uh, <laughs> that's that's the deal there. All right. Well, we're counting down to the Breeders' Cup, uh, Jerry, and I know that you've uh, – let me ask you. Um, now, when you do figures for Keeneland, you have done past figures for Keeneland. Do you rely sure. on, on uh, those past figures to figure out how the uh, the numbers work on, on the track condition? Or, or I guess okay, the track so condition it, is it's different. Really Every track um, in my system has um, certain adjustments made for its own, the way it curves and uh-huh. the, the general overall speed of the track, right. which you can get by testing populations of horses. But now, at that point, I just make the speed figures are made automatically and then adjusted. I go through them and adjust them according to, uh, you know, slight things like if the track's getting faster over the day or slower, I make uh-huh. some minor adjustments. But it's really done um, um, automatically for like 90% of the number, and there's a slight adjustment in there. And it's proved to work beautifully over now 30 years that we've been doing it. So Okay. Um, uh, I, and I don't do anything special for this meet. Keeneland meet that I did for another Keeneland meet. Or, okay. or another. And we will continue our conversations about how it applies to all that stuff for the Breeders' Cup as we march on to it. But for today, happy Sports Day, everybody, as if International Sports Day isn't every day in this town. But in any oh, case, holiday. yeah, well, Jets hurry up. Giants. I'm sorry? Jets Giants. All right, say it. Jets Giants. Say it. Uh, hey, hey, hey.
a great race day, everybody. <laughs> All right, thanks.